welcome, welcome, welcome back. And a happy Groundhog Day to everyone out there. This is the Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. My name is Jack Nolan. I am joined, as I am every week, for, once again, season four. It still surprises me to this to this day. It does not feel that long. But I'm joined by Peter Camp. Peter, how are you doing? We should have asked Bill Murray to be on the show. We should have. Yeah. You, you think he would have? would have taken our call? Yeah, he would, maybe. Would have replied to, like, a DM or something? Yeah. Would have been That would have been dope. They're, they're doing an ad on AMC, actually, where they're showing Groundhog Day, and the ad is just playing. Well, because they're playing the movie all yeah. day, so they're play, they like replay the same five-second ad right. for like 30 seconds. It's but, genius. But what about commercials? Do The, commer- is like the it, commercials are all the same. It's the same set mm-hmm. of commercials. Like, Don't be shocked tomorrow if it's February 2nd again. Yeah. You wake oh, up yeah. and it's February 2nd do we, again. Do we know? Did the... Oh, did he see a shadow? Oh, yeah, he did. According to CNN, the... He did? The... The groundhog saw his shadow, so there would be six more weeks of winter. Oof. Wait, I thought it was if he didn't see his shadow, he got six more weeks of winter. No, if he sees it, because it's like they it gets scared or something, and then it goes back. But into... do you remember like the Troy Polamalu commercial where he was the groundhog? No. <laughs> wait, well, what, wait a little bit. Yeah. What's what's it? Is isn't it like Punxsutawney Phil? Yes. Yeah. Phil. It says Phil sees his shadow and predicts six more weeks of winter. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what the headlines say. So if he say. doesn't see it, winter's over. Yes. But if he does see it, how do they know going. that he sees his shadow? I'm not really sure. Are I, you a groundhog? I, I think it's one of those things you can't think about too much. But like, <laughs> is the groundhog like, oh, that's my shadow? And they're just like, oh, there's six uh, more that, weeks of winter. Yeah, that, I, yes, exactly. So six more weeks of weeks of winters. What does it have to do with weather, though? I don't know, man. It's it's magic, you know. It's just one of those things magic. that just exists. Why do we have weathermen when I can just have a groundhog? A groundhog. The weather. <laughs> ah, I saw my shadow. It will be rainy today. Yeah. That's yeah. Simple. It's like oh, I, you know, dropped my toothbrush on the ground. That's. <laughs> I'm going to be 30 minutes late to work. That's like, like the whole thing where it's like, oh, my knee is itching. Like, we're going to have a rainstorm coming. You know, like those things. People have those superstitions. Or like when a dog starts barking. Yeah. It means there's a thunderstorm near. Or cows. Cows know, too. They, like, go and they, like, huddle up in, like, a big circle, apparently, when a storm is coming. And they know they know when to See, anticipate. Is, like, how does is, that work? This is my problem. Why <laughs> do we have weather people when I can just look at a, a, a cow move in a herd, yep. a dog bark, and a groundhog see a shadow. I don't know, man. They should just hire them to be on KMU. On KMU, <laughs> that would be that'd be quite something. It'd be like the Chick Fil A commercial with the cow. And, like, and we're gonna kick it to our, our weathermen, and it's just gonna be a herd of cows. And it's like, <laughs> oh, it looks like they're just standing around, so it's gonna be pretty it's warm. Gonna, it's gonna be sunny, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that that's all for and this that's segment. It that's for it for weather. That's it. That would that would be quite the quite the segment. Definitely, I would watch weather more. Yeah, I'd, I'd be more interested. The Weather Channel would be like it'd just be Animal Planet Part Two. Exactly. Because it would just be animals predicting the weather. But, uh, you know, maybe the Weather Channel, if you're listening, heed our suggestion, yeah. maybe. Hire and, us. Yeah, hire us. We'll be, we'll be the, the future of the weather industry. <laughs> we'll just bring in a bunch of animals. And we'll predict <laughs> the weather perfectly. Yeah. It, it'll, we'll do, like, a, a month-long forecast. And it'll be perfect. Perfect. Every day. Exactly. No more issues with weathermen being or we weather people being technology, wrong. technology, satellites. You know, we just need Information. Animals. Information. We just, we just need animals and inclination. That's that's what it's all about. But uh, speaking, of, well, not speaking of Troy Polamalu, but Troy Polamalu does play football, and that's our first, you know, topic of discussion. There's a 
It's a pretty big football game this weekend, Pete. Is there? Uh, yeah, the Super Bowl is uh, oh, is Sunday. <laughs> I forgot they had the Super Bowl. You forgot about the Super Bowl? Even though I follow the NFL every year. That's true. I forgot they had a finale. A finale? A final game? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, this is the season 55 finale of, <laughs> of, the, NFL. <laughs> of the NFL. 55 <laughs> seasons going strong. It's the it's the most successful TV show ever. So much drama. So much drama. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when that guy Patrick Mahomes they 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 took him off the show, but then then they brought <laughs> him back because he wasn't really off the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I mean, now he's back in the Super Bowl. Obviously, yes. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, the number one ranked seed in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, are taking on the five seed from the NFC, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady is appearing in his tenth. Yes. 10th Super Bowl. That's a lot of Super Bowls. Um, he's going for his 7th. He's been in the NFL for 20 years, and he's gone to the Super Bowl half the time. Pretty ridiculous. Isn't it, like, statistically, uh, Tom Brady's more likely to go to a Super Bowl than Steph Curry is to make a three-point yes, shot? Yes, I did see that. It's Steph Curry's three-point percentage is less than... It's like 40 or 30. Yeah, it's it's a 40. It's still a ridiculous. Tom Brady, yeah. it's his 10th in 20 years, so mm-hmm. it's 50%. Yeah. So it's... Tom Brady's more likely to go to a Super Bowl than Steph Curry is to make a three-point shot. <laughs> yeah, however you want to skew that mm-hmm. those statistics, but technically, yes, the numbers the numbers do reflect that. Um, but yeah, we uh, we're gonna do some game predictions. First of all, you know we'll get to we'll get to the we got to predict the important things. Yes. And the first very important prediction we must make: Who's gonna win the coin toss? Heads or tails? Who won the coin toss last year? I have no clue. Wait, are we doing who's winning the coin toss or what will the coin? B. I'm assuming they'll just do like Buccaneers on one side, oh, Chiefs yeah. on the other side. If not, it'll be weird. I want them to one day use just a traditional quarter, like not a <laughs> not like a fancy not like coin. Not like a fancy quarter. Literally just like a quarter. Like, oh, you have 25 cents on you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Oh, I forgot the coin in my pocket, guys. We're gonna have to do rock paper scissors to decide who gets to kick this game. <laughs> I off. would I'm actually sorry. love that more. Yeah. Do you remember XFL? How they used to do that? Wasn't it like they had to run at the ball? Yeah, and they like threw other? a ball in the middle of the field, and then two people had to run and get it, and whoever got it got to cho- <laughs> choose what happened. Jeez, Louise. And it caused a lot of injuries. I mean. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. But it was fun. I think rock paper scissors some actual like. Pretending like I watched XFL football back then. Back then, and it came out in two thousand one. Yeah, we were not. I was, not even a year old. Yeah, me neither. Um, well, it did come back in twenty twenty, but then it yeah, but went they away didn't do again. the yeah, they didn't. Do, <laughs> it was a little more organized. It was a little different. A little more structured. Um, and then you wouldn't have the the craziest thing for a coin flip for me ever was watching the Packers Cardinals playoff game a couple of years ago when they went to overtime and the coin oh they called it and then he was like it heads didn't and flip. they like that's oh. what they said it like he the ref you're talking about a different one what are you which one are you talking about I remember one game I think it was Packers as well but I think he called heads and he was like it is heads Cardinals won the toss and he was like no I called heads and oh the whole thing about yeah that. that happened too the one I'm thinking of the coin didn't flip. So he, the ref threw the coin in the air, and it just landed back on the ground. And it was like, didn't flip, didn't flip, have to do it again. Like, everyone started freaking out. And I was just like, what the? How do you? This is why we need the chase. Yeah, thing how do you botch a flip of a coin? Like, come on. It's embarrassing. Anyway, um, <laughs> drawing back to it, who's going to win the coin toss? Uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. Okay. I think the Buccaneers are going to win the coin toss. Why? why? <laughs> do you not have to have uh, any reason? Well, but... according to my analytics... <laughs> According to the the Chiefs logo on their side will be a point five heavier than the Tampa Bay side, so it will land on the ground. That's gotta be cheating. It's gonna be heavier. That's like 
That's some Deflate I mean, Gate. I don't know. Vibes. I don't know, man. I mean, there's there's definitely somebody out there who's made those numbers, who's like done all the coin flips they've won or lost every for every game. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why it works. Uh, I'll just go the Chiefs to be different. We'll write it down. Whoever's right, um, they get to brag on the next show. So Pete's going with Tampa, and I'm going with the Chiefs. Okay, um, getting into actual football play, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Who is going to score the first touchdown? Oh, this is an interesting question. Yes. Because Chad Ochocinco came out on Twitter and said he will delete his Twitter account yeah. and never go back on if Travis Kelsey doesn't catch the first touchdown pass. I'm going to do the same thing. Are you? No, I like my Twitter. I don't oh. want to put it at risk of a, of a... Oh, follow the Penalty Box on Twitter, at Penalty Box KCOU, by the way. Shameless plug. We, uh, oh, we nice. put all our shows on Spotify nice and we tweet out, them dude. out. We got we got to shout it but, out. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say Mike Evans gets the first touchdown catch. That's a good shout. I'm I gonna mean, say Mike Evans. Mike Evans, because Tampa's gonna get the ball and they're gonna go down and score. <laughs> we're gonna get the ball and we're gonna win the game. <laughs> I get back like uh, in my Matt Hasselbeck words. Yeah, my early Seahawks fandom days. My um, my dad would always clown me for that because I was against the Packers in Lambeau, mm-hmm. and it was Matt Hasselbeck saying, "We're gonna get the ball and we're gonna score," and then. And then he threw a pick six. Then he threw a pick six and lost the game in overtime. Um, shout out Seahawks legend Matt Hasselbeck. But you're going with Mike Evans. Mike Evans. I want to. Oh, I know who I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to do an absolute deep shout here. Don't don't do Pringle. I want to I want to say Pringle. <laughs> <laughs> he predicted who I was going to say. Okay, so my favorite player on the Chiefs is my guy Byron Pringle. He actually played really well in the AFC Championship game. He had like three catches. I mean, I see Miko Hardman scoring more than, <laughs> than Byron Pringle. Pringle. How, does Byron Pringle even have a touchdown this year? I don't even know. He I'm going to look does. up. He does. He's he's good. You know, he's 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 fast. His last name's Pringle. Um no, he's one touchdown. Oh, he's one touchdown all season, so he'd double his touchdown tally if he scores against. It was a, it was week. No, it was in the divisional playoffs against the Chargers. Um, the Chargers. Wait, what? Was that his career? Are you watching the same football as me? What am I? What am I looking at? I have no idea. He has one touchdown. It's I'm confused. Um, when did the Chargers make the playoffs? I, I don't Pringles know. It says it says AFC divisional playoffs Sunday one three Chargers. Versus the was it not for the Chiefs? I don't know. Do anyway, right, Byron Pringle <laughs> he has, has a touchdown. His stats on ESPN say has a touchdown. I won't pick him. I'll probably go for. Oh, Kelsey's still a little boring. Mm-hmm. I'll stick on the Buccaneers. I'm gonna go Gronkowski, because I feel like they'll get in the red zone and then Brady will want to find That's Rob fair. Gronkowski. So I'll go Gronk for the first touchdown. Uh, but if it is Byron Pringle, you heard it here first. I'm still saying I called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, who will lead a halftime, Pete? Um, if it's anything like I've seen from the Chiefs in the playoffs, it'll probably be Tampa. Yeah, they do like to come back in the second half. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I think, and the, it wasn't it in the last Super Bowl too. The Chiefs kind of had to. Were the 49ers leading at halftime? I want to say they they had a better first half than they Google did the second it. half. That was Super Bowl 54. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I would assume so, but I'm not. I oh, know it's the, ten to ten. Oh, so it's tied. Yeah, I'll and go. And then the, San Francisco went up by ten, and then Kansas City scored twenty-one straight points. Yeah, I'll go the I'll go the Chiefs too. I think they're one of those teams that like. I mean, they're good in the whole game, but they they do like to shine in the second half, especially in in the playoffs. Oh, it was. 
the the Byron Pringle touchdown was against the Chargers when they lost. It was not the divisional. I don't know what I was misreading, but when they lost 38 to 21, I think it was Justin Herbert playing in that game for the Chargers. Byron Pringle scored in that game. Anyway, um, Super Bowl MVP. So now you're getting in a little more of the play. What? Well, should we do who will win the Super Bowl first and then the MVP? Because that might spoil it. We can, yeah. All right. So, the, yeah, the big question, I guess. The Chiefs are favored by three and a half in this Super Bowl. I'm going to go Chiefs. You're going to pick the Chiefs? I didn't pick the Chiefs last time, and they won. So now I'm going to correct my mistakes and go with the defending champs. Okay. And did just, just because, you know, they've been... I mean, What's yeah. your reasoning? <laughs> I mean... They're still the same dominant offense, if not a better defense than last year. They've yeah. dominated almost everybody they played besides the Raiders and I think a Week 17 team that they didn't play starters. But at the end of the day, I mean, this is a Kansas City team that knows how to win. And I don't think a Buccaneers team – I mean, at the end of the day, it is Tom Brady. So it's going to be tough, but I think Casey has enough – playoff experience and they have that championship mentality that they can win this game i'm going kansas city yeah uh, i'm inclined to agree with you for pretty much the same reasons um you know it's never a good thing in the past to pick against tom brady Mm -hmm. but i think i think finally we can all say this is the time where he's going to just kind of pass the torch along to patrick mahomes i think yeah there's a new era kind of in the NFL, and all the respect to Tom Brady for at his age with a new team in his first season getting to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. um, and being able to host it. Obviously, it's not really the same with COVID and everything, but um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Chiefs too. I think this is a pass the torch game for Brady. I think he's, you know, just going to be happy to 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 be in the Super Bowl. He's obviously going to, you know, work hard to. He's going to try and win it, and if yeah. he does, then there's obviously no debate. He's the goat. But. I also think that the last. Like the third or fourth quarter of that NFC Championship game really kind of opened up ideas for Kansas City after they saw him throw three interceptions. Yeah, and almost saw Green Bay come back. I think that's definitely uh, uh, an Achilles heel that Kansas City probably has seen and will be taking advantage of, especially since he's been so turnover prone all season. Yeah, hundred percent. So with that being said, who are you going to pick as the MVP? It's probably going to be Mahomes, but, like, this seems boring. I'm going to (laughs) go just to be, just to, you know. Left field? Yeah. Tyron Matthew. Oh, I was kind of thinking that, too. That's a good good shout. If they pressure Brady enough, they'll throw a couple interceptions to Matthew. He'll get a pick six, maybe two. He'll be a a big turnover machine, a big tackling guy. Two pick sixes? Ooh. I mean, it's the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, anything can happen. I'm going to go with the Honey Badger. Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Matthew. Um, I'm going to also avoid picking Mahomes, which for the record, the most likely candidate is obviously Patrick Mahomes. He's very good, but we're being... Do you want to go with Eric Fisher? We're being different. Eric Fisher. uh, Former number one overall pick, Eric Fisher. No. uh, I'm going to pick... Also, Tyron Matthew just gives me like a Malcolm Smith kind of vibes. Well... I mean, he's better than he's Malcolm better Smith, than but, Malcolm but Smith. like just a defensive player winning the MVP, mm-hmm. and like Malcolm Smith, like I'm shocked Russ didn't win that. Yeah, I, it could have been Russ. It could have been Jermaine Curse. Mm-hmm. It could have been Bobby Wagner. There's a lot of names. Cam Chancellor had a Cam, pick in that Cam game. Cam Chancellor had a pick in that game. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Tyreek Hill. 
because I'm just going to say it, you know, maybe he'll have he'll have a game like, oh, I forget which playoff game it was where he had, like... You know the last amazing game he had when he had 200 yards in the first half? That that game. That was against the Buccaneers. There you go. I, I, I knew that. I definitely didn't not remember what team that was against. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Peter's going with Tyron Matthew. I'm going with... I remember because I went to get McDonald's, and then I came back. And he had 120 yards receiving. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, I just what? got my chicken nuggets. What <laughs> What did I miss? What did I miss? Yeah, if you were a Tyreek Hill fantasy, if you had him in fantasy, that was Thank very very good for you. Um, but, yeah, we, we will certainly see. I mean, it's certainly going to be a fun Super Bowl. I am bummed, you know, to see that the, the Buccaneers get to go in their home stadium and they can't even have all of their fans there. Yeah, the um, first time a team can host a Super Bowl and fans are going to be limited. Yeah. That is COVID. That is a bummer, yeah. Gosh darn COVID. Um, but yeah, Peter, any other notes? Any other notable notable storylines before the game to um, highlight? A fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, Andy Reid has uh, been a coach, a head coach, for three Super Bowls. All three of those Super Bowls happened in Florida. Really? Uh, oh, last year, yeah. The Eagle when he was on the Eagles, and they went to Jacksonville last year in Miami, and this year in Tampa. Wow. He's a he's just a Florida guy. He's just a big he, Florida guy. He likes to. No he, wonder he invests so much in uh, those uh, Hawaiian shirts. Oh yeah, and those like vacation shirts. Yeah, the other his masks too. I've I've loved the development of his masks all season. Mm-hmm. He went from the the fogged up face shield um, to he did the whole Harbaugh thing where he had his mic through it and it was like poking out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he kind of has like a duck bill going on. Yeah, that's what he's got now. I kind of want him to go back to the the fireman shield though. The face shield. Yeah, that was that was really funny just watching it. Fog, but but the it gave him a, uh, an advantage because like people couldn't see. They can like read his. I, I remember some announcers talking about that. They couldn't read his plays because he was holding it behind the fog and you couldn't see through the exactly. through the playbook already. So yeah, strategy. Um, big brain. <laughs> big brain. But uh, yeah, I think. That'll probably wrap it up for for Super Bowl. Obviously, it's this Sunday. I think it's at five, five ten, probably some, like sometime that. around there. I was told the Super Bowl festivities start at three, and then they don't end until like ten p.m. or something. They go all out for the. Super they Bowl. go all out for the Super Bowl. Um, what do you think is going to be your favorite ad? Oh, that's a good. There've been like that's a good question. Pre-ad showings. I know Doritos having a big one. Oh boy! Of course they are. They always go all out. Dorito always goes all out. Were they the puppy monkey baby? Was that Doritos? That was Mountain Dew. Oh okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. Favorite ad? Probably, probably Doritos. That's really generic. But what about you? Oh jeez, I don't oh, remember. I don't really know if I have a favorite. But they're usually really good. Yeah, they're all they're all good. I mean, they pay so much money for them. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of companies like Coca Cola are not putting in an ad, right? Because they want to invest in COVID relief. But the only the only ad like those like teaser ads. Yeah, they have teaser ads for ads now. Jeez, that's crazy. But trailers for an ad. The only one I saw was like. For Doritos, I think. Because mm-hmm. it was like Jimmy Kimmel, and it had uh, Mindy Kaling. Mm-hmm. And there was like somebody coming on the show, and then immediately before they turned to like who it was going to be, it was just like February 7th. 7th, you'll know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Oh, you know what my favorite is? Oh, yeah. It's favorite Mr. Peanut dying. Oh, that was a, that was a funny one. 
That was a good one. That was a good one. And then he came back. He came back. And now and now he's been is it just still Mr. Peanut now, or is it still the the baby? I haven't followed that. You know, I'm not a big not, Mr. Peanut <laughs> following guy. I haven't been. I haven't been. Or in do the, you remember the, the one where it was like James Franco, and it was two car commercials right next to each other, but they were the exact same commercial. I think so. But yeah. Just with different like houses. Yeah. But it was the same car commercial. That that was. That's and the first genius. one is like. In order to show how dependable we are, we're following up this commercial with the same commercial. Yes. And then the next guy was like, we followed up that last commercial with the exact same commercial. Yeah. And I was like, oh. That's pretty genius. Mm-hmm. I, I, I respect that that effort. Um, yeah, I'm excited for those. And that the halftime show should be really entertaining. Oh, The Weeknd. The Weeknd. I'm a big... Has some bangers. Big The Weeknd fan. He just has some great tunes. Um, yeah, don't miss out. All the Super Bowl festivities this Sunday... It's at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. Sunday, so. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, and, yeah, we will see if the Chiefs can go uh, get their second Super Bowl in a row or will Tom Brady get his seventh and definitely solidify himself in the GOAT as the GOAT. Um, we will certainly see, and we will have, you know, every everything wrapped up for you from the Super Bowl next Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to switch over to some hoops and talk Mizzou basketball and some other – important headlines and storylines from across college basketball. You don't want to miss it. This is The Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. KCOU would like to shout out East Side Tavern. It's the bar that's bizarre. Downtown Columbia's best karaoke comedy club. With a huge selection of drinks and activities and themed nights every week, East Side is a solid place to hang out. want my teenage son to be thinking how to deal with life's stresses and natural changes. I want to know how to talk to him about things he'll experience as he builds relationships. I want him to know I'm there for him. I just don't know how. Here is a resource that can get you started. Connect With Me activity cards have been developed to help begin the discussions. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. They may like where the others go. Welcome, welcome back. Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. We've got some hoops to talk about. Um, Mizzou was supposed to be in action tonight against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. 
Um, unfortunately, uh, due to, I guess, some COVID issues in Kentucky's camp, they postponed the game for tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Um, that's on KCOU, so listen to that. Uh, I will be producing it, so all of the oh, wow. ad breaks you hear. And the pregame show will be spearheaded by myself so you know nice. tune in it'll be it'll be pretty darn good and fun um peter you and i saw the kentucky bus arrive late last night in that columbia um the you know our, our apartment is right by the hotel that all the the teams stay at when they come visit so we we rolled up and we we like we drove past the bus and then we circled back around to get like a picture of it yeah um but yeah it was pretty cool we did not see uh, any of the players or Coach Cal, unfortunately. They left the bus by the yeah, they probably they probably got off the bus by that point. Um, but yeah, Kentucky, Mizzou, Peter. I mean, would normally be you know you'd say quite the lopsided matchup, you know, in years past in favor mm-hmm. of the Wildcats. But this season has not been Kentucky's year. They are five and ten. Uh, Mizzou, on the other hand, are 18th in the country at 11 and three. And, you know, are given a 70% chance of winning this game. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you seen from Kentucky? What have you seen from Mizzou? You know, what do you, you know, give give a, a, a day prior preview of, of this of this game? Well, I would, I would, I wouldn't say this would be, this should be a runaway game. I mean, Mizzou was able to pull off a, a win. They, they're coming off a loss and they're coming off an overtime win against TCU. Where they gave up 98 points to the Horn Frogs, uh, Kentucky, on the other hand, I believe, are coming off. They're coming off a loss against Alabama, and they came off a win against LSU the previous game before that. But they are four. They're one in four in their last five games. And they had their game against Texas in the Big 12 SEC game canceled mm-hmm. because of COVID. Yes, two of those games were against Alabama. Uh, one was against Auburn, who Mizzou lost to uh, two games ago. And one loss was a one-point loss against Georgia, and then a tw- like a 13-12 point win against LSU. So I think it's going to be closer than what people think. I think if Mizzou is able to play a little bit better defense than we've seen them, because they're really known for being a somewhat decent defensive team, but they've kind of struggled with that their last few games, and so... We'll see how um, Coach Martin is able to fix that before uh, tomorrow night's game. Yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about defense and, and contending with guys like Brandon Boston Jr., who is going to be the main focus for Missouri, for Kentucky. This kid, I mean, he's young, and I don't think he's put up the numbers that people like necessarily thought he would, but he is really, really good. Um, he can score the basketball. He can shoot for pretty much anywhere on the floor. He has not shot very well from three, like the three-point line this year, but um, yeah, he's just he's just a very solid player. Missouri, Missouri are going to have to be, you know, on their game defensively. I don't think, you know, letting Kentucky go with them stride for stride. They are young, and I think that's kind of been a big problem for them. They have a lot of freshmen who play a lot of minutes, which is not entirely unusual for Kentucky. But I think this team has has gelled maybe a little bit less than than Kentucky teams in the past. Um, but, you know, they only have five wins. Four of those wins are in the SEC. Before those three losses in a row against Bama, Auburn, and Georgia, they beat Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and Florida back-to-back Ooh. wins. I mean, obviously not great teams this year, but nevertheless, they 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 can get it done against decent SEC opponents, and they only lost to Georgia by one. Auburn is a good team this year, especially with Sharif Cooper back. 
Um, Alabama, it's funny, Kentucky played Alabama and lost by 20 when Alabama was unranked. And then a couple, like I think two weeks later, they played Alabama again and lost by 11, and Alabama was ninth in the country. Um, so, you know, obviously that Alabama loss looks a lot worse when you look at how good they've been this year. But, yeah, I would not count a Kentucky team like this out. Um, that being said, I think this is where Mizzou being one of the oldest teams in the country is just going to help them because I think their experience will just kind of carry them through this game, even if, you know, as long as they don't get out-talented by guys like Boston, by, you know, Saar, other people on Kentucky. I think I think Mizzou should should be able to to hold out in this game. But I would like to see the Tigers play better defense, like you said. Mm-hmm. Putting up not, Allowing 98 against TCU is not normal for this Missouri team. Yeah. But uh yeah, any other any other thoughts on the Kentucky game? Um well, I think it'll be a really good fight. Um we'll see how Mizzou is able to I know Mizzou was one of the worst SEC teams in terms of th- shooting the three ball. So it'll be interesting to see how they're able to kind of come off a performance where they've had a couple guys uh, especially Tillman Jr. and uh, Pinson combined for almost 70. I mean, it's great for those guys, but you need a lot more players to chip in and be an impact if you're going to win games, especially against, you know, Kentucky. 100%. We will see what Coach Cal and the Wildcats can do tomorrow night against the Tigers. Missouri obviously trying to stay ranked for the rest of the year. They fell to number 18 in the latest poll. A uh, team that did pretty much the polar opposite in this poll, Peter. Mm. Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma uh, lost their last game against TCU 57-52, to but that's not the important thing here. No. Uh, in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, Oklahoma took on high-flying number 9-ranked Alabama and beat them by 5. They have now replaced Alabama at that number 9 spot, jumping 15 spots in the latest men's hoop poll. Men's hoops poll, I should say. Um Pretty remarkable from Oklahoma. Um, Alabama just fell one spot despite that loss. You can kind of that kind of signifies how big of an upset it, it was, especially for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what have you seen? I guess just from either Oklahoma or maybe the Big Twelve or or other teams. And I know there's another team in this rankings that I'll let you I'll let you talk about later. A, a mid-major team, but uh, you know that that game obviously pretty remarkable and and you know. What have, what have you seen from, from other teams across the country like Oklahoma maybe have risen up who you, who you weren't expecting to and, you know, stuff like that? Well, I mean, like, Oklahoma's face is playing in a really – I mean, we talk about how the Big Ten is arguably the best conference at basketball, but the Big 12 is making a run for its money, especially having now three teams within the top ten, having a West Virginia team, number 17, a Kansas team that has been kind of struggling these last few games, and then Texas Tech, who has been kind of been on the up and up these last few games. So it's really just, I kind of wish it was uh, the Big 12, Big 10 challenge, just mm-hmm. because you have six ranked teams in the Big 12, and you have six ranked teams in the Big 10. So it would have been really fun to see that. But, I mean, just in terms of everything, I, I mean, Oklahoma, when you – come off a win like that against an Alabama team that has been dominating, especially in the SEC all season. I mean, you got to give them props. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it, it, Alabama, it's, it's weird. The script has been flipped this year, right? It's Alabama 
Alabama basketball school. I mean, obviously they won the national championship of football too, but you know they've their their basketball team has gained has gained some respect maybe a little bit down in down in Tuscaloosa. But yeah, I agree. The Big Twelve and the Big Ten are definitely vying for those two top conference spots. Obviously, Kansas rising. Well, they dropped eight spots, but you know, staying staying prominent in the rankings. Um, I know I'll let you I'll let you go. There's another team down there who entered the uh, the top 25 this week. Time. They are 16 and 0. The same record as Baylor, who is number two in the country. This team is number 25 in the country. Peter, who am I? Who am I speaking of here? You're talking about the the Drake Bulldogs. I am. What uh What can you tell us about this this Drake Bulldogs team? Well, I mean, it only took them you know 17 games to finally give them respect, but there they are. <laughs> you know, I mean, they didn't have a great win against Illinois State. They had a two point win. And then the very next night they had a thirty-five point win. So yeah. I mean, it's it's where they deserve to be. It's where they should have been. They I know they haven't faced that great of competition, which I think was the only reason why they weren't ranked until now. But they're also won all those games somewhat convincingly until that Illinois State game. So it's I don't know. It's Tell them to bring me my money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I know. Peter has been on the Drake hype train for oh, yeah. for the for the whole year, pretty much. Yeah, they're seventeen and zero. You know, not in that bad of a of a conference. The MVC is Loyola Chicago, Indiana State, and then Evansville, who are all five hundred or above. Um, so that's that's no that's no real shame to Drake. I mean, that you have to play who you have to play, um, and I think yeah, it's it's a reflection of if you just keep winning, eventually you're going to get ranked. Um, how high they go, we'll definitely have to see. I'm not sure exactly where they are projected right now in terms of a of a bracket spot. Um, I would assume but it would be like they should be in the field four. somewhere. I'm I'm looking at a bracket. Oh, they're an eight seed right now. Yeah, I was gonna say like six or seven. Um, they're projected to play North Carolina in an eight nine game. They got it. Which is just crazy to Easy. me. That would, I mean, like, Easy. you you look at that just on paper without looking at the context of this season. You say, Drake over North Carolina, you'd think it'd be one of the biggest upsets. And the fact that that might be an 8-9 game is pretty funny for this season. But, yeah, Drake, um, you know, they've had a couple games postponed. They, they finished their season out with a couple two-game series. They play Val, Valparaiso twice, then they play Lois Chicago twice, Northern Iowa, Evansville twice, and Bradley twice. Yeah. And that's how their season ends. Well, that's how... They're kind of doing it in yeah, Missouri Valley. In the MVC, which is pretty back smart. Back yeah, back-to-back back games. games. Just to just to keep safe and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, Peter, I mean, looking at that schedule, can they can they finish the year undefeated? And where do you think that would put them rankings-wise? Just not necessarily looking at other teams losing. Just how high would you rank Drake if they finished the season I would season think undefeated? the toughest team they have yet to face is Loyola Chicago. I yes. think... At best, they'll go one and one with them. They'll win one and then they'll lose the other one. And I think they'll be put maybe at best 21, 20. Just yeah. because if they lose that one game, they're going to plummet. Because the only reason why they were able to stay up there was because they were undefeated. And if they lose a game, they're going to drop out of the top 25 easily. Yeah. So. We'll we'll see how things go. Loyal Chicago, I think, is receiving the third most votes that aren't in the top twenty-five at fifty-two. USC at fifty-seven. Oklahoma has a hundred and eleven. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Yeah. 
They missed out by six votes. Another big, another Big Twelve school. Yes. So, uh, we'll see how Drake does. You know, I'm rooting for the Bulldogs up there in Des Moines. <laughs> Shout out. But um, yeah, I think if they get one loss the rest of the season, I think they're gonna drop out. Yeah. If best, they'll come in as like number twenty four or something. As a as a one loss team, but as a as a no loss team, you think you could they could maybe crack the top twenty. Probably, yeah. Probably. It, it would definitely help them if, you know, teams like Purdue and Kansas. If, and like, UCLA, UCLA Florida, Kansas, yeah. Purdue, Florida State, Wisconsin start losing. Yeah. Um, did you want to Did you want to bring up uh, the other the other local Iowa school, U've, uh, U.S. support? They haven't had the best go of it, the Hawkeyes, in the recent couple recent games. They, they had, obviously had a game postponed. They had a back-to-back losses. They have. One of those losses was against Illinois, so I'm not too mad about it but at the end of the day i mean you got to win against good teams and if you're going to be a top 10 team you got to win yeah and they're not winning so i'm we'll just see how they do in it tonight against michigan state yeah yeah that that should be a michigan state another kind of underperformer i'm just excited for the big 10 tournament the big 10 tournament in basketball is always so much fun it's gonna be a good one because it doesn't really matter really what seed you are I swear, like you can be a four seed and get to the championship. Sometimes it's better if teams have lower seeds because they don't have to play a team until the championship. Mm-hmm. The way it goes in the Big Ten is just is really interesting from top to bottom. It's a very, very competitive conference, and we'll definitely have to see. Um, yeah, you mentioned one of those teams that could be in danger of dropping out of the top 25. Wisconsin dropped another five spots in the poll. Um, they lost against Penn State. That was very annoying Ooh. to see. Um, need to make, I think, a couple lineup adjustments. They play them again also tonight uh, at 7.30 um, before facing Illinois. Who is Florida? Did Florida just get into the top 25 this week? I believe so, yeah. Okay, Florida, Purdue, Drake. And I think that was, I think that was it. And then Minnesota, St. Louis, and Louisville dropped out. Yeah. Did St. Louis lose? I, I believe. assume so. I believe they did. The Billiken. They were they were undefeated too, right? They had a situation like Drake, I believe. Yeah, they only received eleven votes. Yeah, oof. Yeah, they definitely lost their game. That is tough. Um yeah, I mean any other any other uh final final thoughts? We could shift actually over to, to basketball, I reckon, real quick and do our or to we the NBA. Sorry. <laughs> the the <laughs> NBA. Professional basketball. This guy. Uh sure. And do our all star predictions. Um yeah, we'll we'll flip over to the NBA. Obviously the all star game is is coming up relatively soon all-star voting has already started it continues until february 16th this season is obviously a little bit shorter because of covid and stuff they're trying to get back on their normal schedule um but let's start in the west because i think the west is a little bit not set in stone but easier i think to to choose who you'd Mm -hmm. say um do you want to go first or do you want me to go first just say say your five me you go first okay uh, my two guards, they, they let you do two guards and three forward slash center players. I went with Luka Doncic from Dallas, and then I went with Steph Curry. Um, you know, Luka, I think, is a top five MVP candidate. Steph Curry is quietly having another really good season, again, without Klay Thompson. Uh, and then forwards, I went with AD and LeBron. Uh, I think, you know, they're the best team in, in, the, in the league other than the 76ers, I think. Both of them deserve to be in the in the conversation, um, and then my other forward, I have a little bit. I've had a little bit of trouble. I've gone back and forth, but I think I'm going to go with um, with Jokic, Nikola Jokic from Denver. I think another MVP candidate. It's been 
uh, you know, pretty remarkable to watch him develop over the last three years. His passing of the bat, like the way he passes the ball is, I wouldn't say it's underrated, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's just insane. Um, you know, for a center, what he can do, you know, spacing the floor and, and dropping dimes. So yeah, that's my five. Doncic, Curry, Braun, AD, and Jokic. I have almost the exact same as you, except I have Kawhi Leonard over AD. Okay. Why? I think why is Kawhi's that? playing like an MVP candidate right now, and I think him being a starter, not being a starter, I don't know, would be kind of disrespectful. I mean, he's averaging twenty-five, five, and five. AD twenty-two, three, and eight. I just think Kawhi's kind of playing the overall kind of basketball that you expect him to play and um i think he deserves i think anthony davis last year definitely should have been i think he was a starter yeah but i think Kawhi's got it this year yeah I th- that's fair him i or mean christian wood yeah yeah christian wood christian is really the third double double yeah and you kept Jokic and braun yes yeah i mean yeah those those two aren't really disputed yeah i think it it hurts ad that he has another superstar like lebron james i know Kawhi leonard has paul george which I can't. I mean, I guess that kind of balances it Harrison a little bit. Barnes but is twelfth. Is twelfth in. In terms of this list that they have. Oh, twelfth. I mean, he hasn't been. Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> oh my gosh! Shout out. Um, should we do the East real quick? Nas Reed. Nas Reed. Nas Reed. Nas Reed was one of my favorite players in college. He was really good. Joe Ingles. He could be an. Joe Ingles. Star. That would Nicholas be Batum. the goat. Nick Batum. Oof. I mean, any you can vote for anybody. You can. Yeah, you like can vote Jared for whoever Vanderbilt. you want. Jared Vanderbilt. He's he's good. He's Frank coming Kaminsky? into his own. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. All Star starter. Frank All right. What's your East starting five? My East starting five. Okay. I'm taking the gloves off. So I have to have Bradley Beal. Yep. You can't average forty points and not expect me to put you as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, the other four. The other guard. I kind of had some troubles with. Me too. I didn't know. My my top three were Kyrie, Jalen Brown, or Trey Young. I'm kind of leaning towards Jalen Brown because I would put Kyrie, but I don't think he's played enough games. I don't know how many games he's missed, but I know he's missed substantial time because of his situation and whatnot. So yeah. I didn't think it was fair to throw him in just for the small amount of games he had. Jalen Brown has been arguably one of the best players for Boston this season. I know Tatum is up there, but I think Jalen Brown has been a guy who's been solid almost every game. So I picked Jalen Brown. And then the the for, front court, I think, is pretty, like, I mean – pretty undisputed yeah i had kevin durant joel and bead and Giannis. okay yeah <laughs> just because kevin durant's been playing lights out joel and bead is an mvp candidate and Giannis is Giannis. Pro- probably gonna win defensive player probably of the year again defensive player of the year i mean the rest of these names when you read them jason tatum jeremy grant has been good jeremy grant has been good but uh, he's on the pistons the I, pistons are terrible but i think he should win most improved yeah yeah that's that's a but good then there's gordon hayward vucevic julius randall's up there I Middle- did put Julius Randle in my starting five. Middleton, Sabonis, Laurie Markkinen is averaging 20 points a game. He's averaging more points than Tobias Harris. That's true. But Shout out. <laughs> but he's only averaging one assist. Yeah. But 
yeah, I I think it's pretty cut and clear. Embiid, Durant, Giannis, and then for my guards, I have Bradley Beal, and I'm gonna go with Jalen Brown. Yeah, I have the exact same. Let's one. go. Um, the only one I like to I like to dispute that guard position a little bit. I actually took a look at Zach Levine. I don't think he's quite been to the level of Brown or even Kyrie when he's held or been playing. I think he should be like a six man. Yeah, I think Zach Levine being that six man, but I just want to give him some shot and and uh, Julius or, or Julius Irving, Julius Randall, Julius Irving, Doctor J, Doctor J, um, <laughs> he can still play right. Julius Randall, I think deserves a shout too. Um, but yeah, uh, let us know on Twitter who you think your All Star starters would be. Who would you maybe replace out of us? I think the tough thing is it's I. I think most of the positions are pretty set in stone. But um, let us know if you have any other takes that you think. Uh, Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> Perhaps. Wayne Ellington. Perhaps the Ball Brothers. We could see. Um, but yeah, Emmanuel that's, Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly has been good. Rookie of the I'm Year. I'm just kind of naming names. Yeah, we're just throwing. Dwayne I mean, Bacon. <laughs> just just any, any other NBA Austin players. Austin Rivers. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh but yeah, that'll that'll probably do it Isaac for, uh, for an FBA segment. Uh, we're gonna Peyton take a quick Pritchard. break. But oh, Peyton, Peyton Pritchard's hurt. He can't play. Oh, he is. Yeah. Dang. Um, but when we come back, Ish Smith. We're gonna. Ish Smith is still in the league. He plays for the Wizards. Who? He oh no! For? No wonder. Um, but uh, yeah, when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna dive into everyone's favorite segment, the penalty box. You don't want to miss Shaman? it. This has been the the our guest NBA Michael segment. Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> the penalty box with KCOU will be right back. Rondo. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Welcome, welcome back to the Family Box, KCOU 88.1 FM. Jake Lehman? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Jake Lehman dunked on, oh crud, I don't remember who he dunked. He dunked on somebody and it like blew up. It was like Jason Tatum or LeBron or someone really good, but it was just Jake Lehman, random guy. I um, Before we dive into the Family Box, we're going to welcome in, well, we're going to welcome in our guest for the Family Box and we're going to talk quickly about some big news in the world of video games. It is sports related. Um, but to join us for this quick convo, we have Jack Sobel. Jack Sobel, how you doing? Man, I don't know about sports-related. I was told this would be about Fortnite. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Wrong. Never. Never will Fortnite be 
the topic of conversation <laughs> our, on our show. No, to be fair, that I game had some, some good men. Let us stray, <laughs> run amok, and flat out to see. If we were going to talk about Fortnite, I would have asked uh, Juju to come on the show. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or TikTok. Oh, yeah. Could he give us his thoughts on that? I give him um, But in terms of sports video games, they have announced, guys, EA Sports, NCAA, football video game is coming back. It's about Woo! time. The about last game, of course, time. was NCAA 14 with... The goat Denard Robinson on the I cover. I own that game. Peter does have that game. He destroys me whenever we play because I am not very good at it. Um, yeah, so we'll just give us your quick thoughts on uh, you. You excited for the game to come back? Are you yeah, gonna get I'm, it? I'm obviously excited for the game to come back. I I will buy it because it can. Will you buy me one? Yeah, can yeah. I also need uh, a console. Can you buy me the Xbox? It? Yeah. Honestly, I kind of need an Xbox, man. <laughs> uh, but just get the three for one deal. Yeah. They have that? Yeah, it's called paying full price for three Xboxes <laughs> and receiving all of them. <laughs> it's a really big price, yeah, but you get three of them. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you do get three of them. It's but... one payment, but it's three Xboxes. <laughs> it's just a bigger payment. Yeah, uh, It's okay. just 20 easy payments of $50. All right, so uh, from, from what I have read, the, the game isn't actually coming out for another couple of years. They're just announcing that it is happening now. It's a couple of years. I think it's a couple of years. Dang. There's also, like, a n- still name, image, likeness stuff for them to sort out. It, what's interesting was that they called it they, – they did not use the, the word NCAA when they announced it. No, yeah, it, it's, it's just EA Sports College Football. College yeah, which, football. Which, which, yeah. which indicates that the NCAA is not actually involved, which is fantastic because that's a horrible organization. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm very excited. I, I on, my, on my show tomorrow, the overthrow at 4, at 4 p.m., I, Jay Marsh and I are going to – my co-host Jay Marsh and I are going to talk about – what we want to see in the game, uh, which I'm going to think about more overnight. Uh, but the number one thing that off the top of my head I want to see in the game is I want – you, if you're controlling the coach, I want you to be able to throw the headset and the clipboard. Be, like, <laughs> on, press on X. Rage. Yeah. <laughs> press X to press rage. X to yell at press, the X to, press X to scream at your 18-year-old player. I mean, yeah. that, that would be excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, we will certainly see if any of those features – get added in we'll, we'll we'll have you back on to discuss them but the main reason we've called you into the studio today is to of course play the penalty box again and uh do you remember the rules we're gonna we're gonna just dive right in yeah are I, you ready I, I vaguely remember the rules for those who don't uh, remember the rules yeah. i give you a series of icebreaker questions so you didn't have to study lucky no quizlets but yeah. i give you two minutes you answer as many as possible the record is 30 three 34 two two three, i will four. find it <laughs> it was broken by Tyler Kading. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it was a, that, that, that was a silence. Kind of a I thought he was going to fill it. <laughs> okay. Are you sorry? I'm putting getting the timer ready. No, it's okay. Are you yes, ready? Tyler broke the record uh, two weeks ago. Sobel, you got this. All Let's right. see. Three, two, one, go. Do you get paper or plastic at the grocery store? Paper. Sand volleyball or court volleyball? Sand. Rank these restaurants from worst to best: McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. What you said. Okay. Oh, wow. Do you put the seat down after you use the bathroom? Yes. Who's the best president? Uh, Lincoln. Would you rather go to work on a unicycle or a tandem bicycle? Unicycle. What's your favorite summer activity? Camp. What's the first thing you do when you'll get the COVID vaccine? I go outside without a mask on, I guess. Charmander, Bulbasaur, or Squirtle? Charmander. If you were Christopher Columbus, what would you name your three ships that would you sail across the Atlantic? Uh, Mac Hicks Fuller. Uh, what would you rather be your State Farm agent, Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers? Mahomes, no question. What's your best pickup line? Uh, take me home, then they say, uh, no, I, I say country homes, they say take me home, I say if you insist. That that, that one was, was taught to me. 
<laughs> uh, what will you name your million dollar yacht? Uh, Sobel the yacht. Uh, do you see yourself more as a Boo. ceiling fan, a desk fan, or a standing plastic fan? Desk fan. Uh, what's, what, what's your favorite caffeine of choice? Coffee, uh, soda, or tea? Coffee. What's your favorite scent? Uh, the, the smell of, uh, of, uh, of fresh grass. What's the last great TV show or movie you watched? I uh, binged Parks and Rec over winter break. That was good. What's the best book you've ever read? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I haven't read a lot recently. Probably like the 39 Clues when I was a kid. Those were good. How do you butter your toast? Uh, what kind of what? question is that? How do you butter your toast? Uh, with with a knife? Uh, okay. What's your favorite player in the upcoming NFL draft? Uh, Penny Sewell. Uh, jeans or sweatpants? Jeans. Favorite Britney Spears song? Toxic. Favorite time travel movie? Uh, did they ever make a movie about that guy who travels back in time with baseball cards? We'll go with that. Probably. I know they made a play. Menards, Home Depot, or Lowe's? Save big money at Menards. Time. Ooh, I didn't count. Or was it the Menards one? Yeah, you uh, had save big money at Menards. 24. 24. 24. Not bad. Personal high? Uh, yeah, no. Oh, you had 25 last semester. But I mean, you're right there. You didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't drop by that much. But I mean, it's still valiant performance. Yeah, uh, what what kind of question is the toast? Yeah, one? I was confused. <laughs> is there another method of? Well, I mean, like, do you butter your toast with a spoon? Sometimes. Why? Because you know you can scoop it out, and then you can use the back of the spoon to like. We have an we have a <laughs> we have an audience. Oh, he's mad about Menards. We have an audience member who's mad about Menards. What, is this a Home Depot guy? Yeah, probably. What's yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, he's affirming, yes. Well, he is a Home Depot guy. Menards. I, 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 don't, I honestly have never actually gone shopping myself for home supplies. But like, <laughs> You don't have a giant house you no, tend like, to I, all the time I, I, as I a 19-year-old college the, student? The, the jingle played all the time on local TV. That's I, facts. I, I've never been to any of them. That's facts. No, Men- Menards Depot is goaded even if like I never go there. But. Save big money at Menards. Yeah. It's, it's I've been to Menards ahead. more in Iowa than I ever did when I lived in Illinois. <laughs> Justin is still incredulous. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he is, he is he's livid. He's a Menards hater, dude. He is livid. He's a hater. Just wait till we get sponsored. By Menards. He hasn't we'll saved big every money yet. I don't know. Yeah, facts. <laughs> All right. Well, Jack, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Everyone, I, listen I, to I, his I, and Jay Marsh's show tomorrow. Justin, you want a Menards T-shirt? Um, we're gonna get Justin a Menards T-shirt. He said yes. He's, he still wants gift. it. I mean, a free T-shirt's a free T-shirt. Yeah. So, in the end, uh, yeah, that'll that'll about wrap it up for us here at the Penalty Box. Um, you can, I guess, if you're just catching the tail end of our show, you can listen to it on Spotify. It'll be on Spotify and uh, follow us on Twitter at. Penalty Box KCOU, and uh, we hope you had, or you, we hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Peter, what's your advice for uh, My advice is um, Jared Dudley. Oh my gosh. All right, that's, the that's gonna do it for us here at the Penalty Box. We'll see you John same time, Porter. same place next week. And uh, Justice, Justice Winslow. Take care. Jabari Parker. <laughs> <laughs>